We're here again. Yeah. The psychedelic horror edition. That that's not the right one. The cosmic <laughs> horror edition. What is if psychedelic and cosmic horror don't have a lot I mean, of crossover? There is a lot of crossover. Yeah. Like honestly, every cosmic horror movie can just be written away with. They were on acid. Yeah. Like if that was the ending to every cosmic horror movie. You know how in the 80s you watch a children's movie and you're like, wow, what were these people on? And it's just a bunch of cocaine. Well, this is like that, except acid and scary. Scary acid. Uh, But yeah, I wanted to talk about Cosmic Horror because I have been on this podcast. I'm not on it. I've been listening to it. I'm hooked on it. I'm hooked on it. Uh, called Old Gods of Appalachia. Yeah. And uh, it was recommended on Instagram from our good friend Morgan Witten, who's been on the show before. And also designed and, our yeah, and also designed our logo. logos. Yeah. Uh, she recommended it, and uh, it just kind of like gestated for a little bit. I forgot what it was, and then I ran into Gant again, and I was like, oh, yeah, that podcast. So I listened to it because I've been driving a lot lately. And, um, God damn y'all, it's so good. Because yeah. it is just, like, Appalachian history and lore and folk tales, like, that they twist to turn into cosmic horror. It is so cool. That's the best way to do cosmic horror. Because if it, like, if it's out the gate, it's usually going to jump the shark and be real dumb. Yeah. yeah. But if it kind of just bleeds into it, mm-hmm. that's when it's fucking cool. Oh, I feel like... Again, sorry to go back to anime immediately, but <laughs> what the way you're describing it reminds me a lot of like Junji Ito's finest works, yes. which uh-huh. are also cosmic horror. Yeah, oh, yes. I don't think a lot of people like really realize that because there's nothing really. I guess the like the snail one and the one Uzumaki. The, yeah, yeah, Uzumaki yeah. and the Fault of Arm- Amagara. Yeah. yeah, those are very like. Is that spirals? No, uh, no Uzumaki, Uzumaki is spirals. spirals. Okay. Yeah. Um, the they are. Omegara is, uh, this hole is made for me. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole <laughs> yeah, one. Um, but Uzumaki is like, I, oh gosh, let's go over what cosmic horror is. It's undescribable. Because I don't know, <laughs> to be honest. I have you know how, like you. you know, <laughs> You know, okay. (laughs) You know how sometimes you can't describe what something is, like you couldn't give the SAT definition of it, but you know what it is when you see it. That's That's how I feel about cosmic horror. What cosmic horror is about? Yeah, that's cosmic horror is like, why is that deer not a deer? Yeah, but also from space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you played have either? Well, I know you have. Have you played through the Dongard DLC for Skyrim? No. Speaking of things that are like remind me of deers that are not deers and cosmic horror. Yeah. Um, part of that, part of the DLC is you have to go through this Falmar ridden passageway, mm-hmm. which like I fucking hate the Falmar. Right. Yeah. If you haven't played Skyrim, first of all. Congratulations on avoiding it for this long. Good job. <laughs> it's been out for almost 10 years, but kudos. If it was sped up, like I want to mod and speed it up. Is all I want for Skyrim, and then I'll play it again. You want an alternate start mob, no, uh, mod. I want, I want that mod. You want to go faster. I yeah. Go, I want to go Sonic speeds in the game. Okay. It takes forever to do anything. But anyway. 
Dawnguard DLC. So the Dawnguard DLC is... That's um, the vampire one. That's the vampire Mm -hmm. one where you join either the Dawnguard or you can join the vampire side. (coughs) You can turn into like bats and flies. Yeah, you can turn into a vampire. Okay. But like a vampire. I mean, you can turn into a vampire pretty much at any time in the game. If, If you meet a vampire, it can affect you with the vampire disease. Vampirism? It's like sanguine vampiritus or something. Yeah, that's better. Um, but anyways, basically you end up fighting this vampire lord's daughter and she is part of this prophecy to blot out the sun. And so she is like, I'm a vampire, but I'm not necessarily, well, if you go with the Dongar side or either side, really, because part of like the prophecy is her dying to make this happen. So she's like, I don't want to die. Also, blotting out the sun seems mean. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seems dark. (laughs) So we're going to go on this journey to like figure out how to complete the prophecy, but then stop my dad from actually completing the prophecy. And part of that is you have to go through this Falmer, like horrible Falmer place um, and get, and you get out to the other side and you're in this beautiful, like snowy glacial area called the Forgotten Vale. And one of the creatures, this is the only place in the game at all. So the Verodden Vale has not been touched by like anyone other than the Falmor and like whatever creatures live there for thousands of years. Um, And there's all sorts of weird shit. Falmer, I mentioned them earlier. They're terrible. Dragons who live under ice. Let's explain what the Falmer. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. They're like, like. Blind elves. Well, yeah, I actually have been reading up on the lore. So an ancient race of elves who the were snow elves. driven underground. Yes, and uh, because of being underground is why they grew blind. Uh, not quite. Oh, sorry to just put on my lore cap so real quick. Waiting for that because you know neither of us would know that. <laughs> okay, so basically, um, the first human society basically invaded Skyrim, led by this guy who hated elves named Giscamore. He actually has a weapon you can get in the game that does, like, plus damage to elves if you kill an elf. It's fucked up. He's very racist. So, the snow elves, who were these, you know, normal elf-looking guys, those looked at all the other elves in the in the game, mm. um, they basically went to this other ancient race called the Dwemer or the Dwarves. That, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, and they and the and the Dwarves lived underground, and they were basically like, "Hey, guys, I know that we don't like each other very much in classic elf dwarf fashion, but please, like these humans are running over everything, and they're going to murder the shit out of us, drive us to extinction. Please let us come live with you under the ground." And the Dwarves were like, "Cool, but y'all are going to be our slaves, and we're going to blind you." Uh. And so he, they made the elves eat this plant that blinded them, and that's why the Falmor are blind. So huh. after this was all like thousands of years before Skyrim okay. is set. So after thousands and thousands of years, the snow elves have devolved essentially into what the Thalmor are. And try to imagine uh, goblins. They're, they're white mm-hmm. goblins with no eyes. They got big ears. They got giant ears. And they just... They're like creepy house elves it's, Harry they, Yeah, they yeah. kind of look like Voldemort but with giant elf ears. And yeah. it's like if Voldemort and Dobby had a baby. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> if you can imagine such a horrifying <laughs> thing. What was the, the Black's house elf like, that was still... Kretcher? Kretcher, yeah. It's like Very creature. I, I, I've always said creature. I, was like, well, I think that's what they're going for, but... Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that, I mean, that's how Jim Davis said it in the audiobooks. So. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. That's how I pronounce all this stuff, is just how he did. That's probably the best way to do it. But yeah, I just I recently watched uh, at least the first half of The Order of the Phoenix, mm. which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, that movie is Sorry. fine. It's a movie I like to watch when I, like, I, like I'm very... I listen to a lot of punk rock, and I want to, like, see an authoritarian get her, like just desserts oh that is good mm, yeah mm-hmm. that is that is good it'd be better though if you knew the reason why she's so she's such addicted to those centaurs right off the bat is because she hates all non-humans or yeah. part humans oh yeah dolores anyways so um that's the thumb war the real dicks honestly they're the perfect revenge on because their goal in life is to basically just killed the humans like they're immediately hostile to you of course but also they like live in these subterranean caves and at several points through the game you hear about people like just being dragged off the roads or disappearing near this old cave and it's like that's where the salmore are and they're just you know fucking with travelers and stuff they're great for leveling up like sneaking in archery oh yeah because they're blind so they're not deaf they're like the exact opposite of death. Oh yeah, they're superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically like Yeah, they're crazy. Anyways, so you get to this forgotten fail and there's some more of the place and there's you know, uh dragons that live under the ice that'll pop up and give you a really fucking hard time murdering if you try to murder them. But there's also deer. And the deer are what I'm really excited about because they're exactly identical to the deer in the vanilla game. Except they're black with bioluminescent green stripes. Yeah. That's kind of red. They are so cool. And they're just, the first time I saw one, I fell out of my fucking seat. Because I was like, why? What are you? Am I supposed to fight you? And they're totally, like, they don't, they'll run away if you get too close to them like the normal deer will. But they don't, like, attack you. Do they drop anything cool? Their pelt. Okay. That's it. Hmm. Is it like a new pelt? Or is it, it is. It is. An, it is their pelt. Like it does look like the the deers, but it's yeah. not. It's ex, it's other than that, it's virtually identical. It's look, it, they look like a hot topic sold deer pelts. Yeah, basically. Nice. It's nice. very cool. Oh, oh, and the eyes are um, goat's eyes. Oh, okay. Ooh. That's right. Very. Or like Satan eyes or like Baphomet eyes. Yeah, yeah. Very Baphomet eyes. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna bring one up. I was kind of hoping when you're talking about deer, but not deer, it was gonna be like in a. The Fallout Four, like uh, Swamp DLC, where something has like a super innocuous name, but it's fucking terrifying. Look at that yeah. boy! Oh, that's red as hell, isn't it? Hell yeah! Yeah, I just like shit like that. Yeah. Have either of you watched much of the Junji Ito anime? No, no. That and by much of it, I mean none of it. Yeah, <laughs> there are a couple of like half episodes that are totally goddamn worth it. Most of it's bullshit. Mm. Yeah, I've heard it's not very good. It's fine. I've heard one of the reasons why it's just not very good is that, or one of the anime reviewers that I watched, he was like, the thing that gets people about Junji Ito is the insane level of detail that he puts into his body horror. There's no, none of, there's only two episodes that have that amount of detail. You can't, but you can't necessarily, If I mean, you can't necessarily do that in animation, though. Yeah. Which is why, like... 
or it's hard. I mean, it's, it's possible, but it's difficult. It's really difficult. And yeah. As fast as they were trying to, I guess, churn that out. Yeah, it wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. There are a couple of episodes where like the detail isn't super necessary, and that's why it's cool. Yeah. But those aren't the better episodes. <clears throat> I'm really interested to see. They're doing an anime adaptation of Spiral. Ooh. And from the trailers, it looks exactly like it basically looks like a moving comic well, nice. more than just like an actual anime animation made that's, a show. That's kind of how his stuff needs to be. Don't do you think? Yeah. I mean, it looks. Yeah. I think it's stuff that needs to take a while to come out. Like, I understand the connotation that Rick and Morty has. Yeah. But I fucking love that it takes like two and a half years for six episodes to come out. Because that, like, with that time, you get a certain level of quality. Yeah, that's true. And how long have they been working on Spiral's, like, this animation? Like, a number of well, years, Well, I right? will go ahead and say that it is in part being produced by Adult Swim. Which okay. means it's got mm-hmm. Cartoon Network money behind it. Okay, yeah. Which does give me some hope for the future. Yeah. See, I, there's a couple that I would want, like, more time out of. With some Ito work from like some from the anime mm-hmm. that were really fucking hype and cool. Yeah. But like some were just too fast to really invoke or evoke the amount of eeriness that he does with his like on page, which is hard, I understand. But yeah. I could wax poetic about it <clears throat> for a while. Would um what's his face be considered do- cosmic horror? Who like that's Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, who's what's his face? It's a movie, Event Horizon. Yeah, yeah, that's I would I would I, yeah, I would say that's like cosmic horror. Yeah, um, like anything that basically anything that gives you Lovecraft vibes yeah. because H.P. Lovecraft was kind of like the granddaddy of cosmic horror of cosmic in movie. in some ways. I mean, I mean, pretty much it because he, he made like Cthulhu and all that. Yeah. This is why it really does get into the deer that is not a deer horror yeah. trope that I mm-hmm. love so much because it's just this like something that's just it's beyond us, but it, it's it's something yeah. familiar but different. Yeah. Well, it, it's and we don't silly. know why, but we know it's threatening. It's yeah. out to get us. It's very silly when you think about how H.P. Lovecraft wrote his work because oh, it's yeah. literally like this being was so scary. How scary was it, Lovecraft? I, I can't even tell you. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta imagine it. Yeah, <laughs> you think of it, motherfucker. How? What's the scariest thing you can think of? <laughs> Pretty much. Ooh. Like, for H.P. Lovecraft, it was women and black people. Yeah, <laughs> and the Jews. Yep. Oh God. H.P. Lovecraft went outside and saw women and went. The horrors of this universe. <laughs> <laughs> Things that I cannot comprehend. <laughs> Yeah, I once, oh gosh, I once saw somebody describe an author who had some very anti-Semitic views as having some interesting opinions about the Jews. <laughs> and I was like, all right, if we're going to do this, I mean, correct. I heard the same sentence about Peter Steele. Oh, boy. Wow. He's the least singer of type of nigga. Carnivore had a bunch of really good songs. Namely, just Carnivore. <laughs> The rest were either really sexist or really racist. Yikes. Yeah. Fucking yikes. Yeah. Now, that being said, it was like when he was young and just trying to be a huge edgelord. So, who the fuck knows if he really believed it or not. Hmm. But, 
All right, so speaking of cosmic horror, I'm not going to say much about this movie just because I want you to watch it. I know you're probably not going to watch it. <laughs> you don't know that. I can watch things. It's currently on Netflix. Oh, yeah? I'm, I've gotten, I'm bringing up the Netflix app right now so I can look this shit up. It's called The Girl on the Third Floor. Oh. It's about this drug lord or, like, crime lord that lives in Chicago <coughs> who went by the moniker uh, King Don. He and his pregnant wife are moving to the suburbs of Chicago, and he is working on a house on a, on a house by himself to fix it up. And that's when he meets this lady named Sarah, who is kind of helpful, real nice to his dog Cooper, because it's twin it's Twin Peaks Day. I okay. thought it'd be fun to bring it up. Nice. But certain things really start to happen. This description of the movie is pretty much this guy Don is working on the house, but the house doesn't like what he's doing. Nice. That's pretty much the whole description. But it's pretty badass, and I highly suggest watching it. It's kind of like, the best way I can describe the movie is the first while of getting used to driving a manual shift car. Hmm. It's kind of slow, a little bumpy, but once you hit that goddamn groove, it feels amazing. Nice. It's an hour and a half. It kind of feels like an hour and a half, but that last chunk of the movie is fucking worth it yeah um there was another movie you recommended me and i think we've talked about it on the show before too was the void yeah yeah Yeah, that one because that one was great because all you did was you said it's about a cult that takes over a hospital yep and boy is that correct yep but also (laughs) that's that's when cosmic horror is at its fucking best is when it it buries the lead oh yes it really is. If you haven't seen that movie, I think it's on Amazon Prime now because it got moved from Netflix. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I watched it when it was on Netflix. And it is a fantastic movie. Very much uh, has a lot of the same vibes as uh, The Thing. Yeah. Yeah, The Thing. Yeah, is another, I love like, The Thing. Cosmic horror. Speaking of The Thing. Yeah. Have you seen The Ritual that is on Netflix? No. Imagine if The Thing took place in a forest. Ooh. In a Norwegian forest. Of course. And then... That is, like, it... I'm, I'm gonna say this. This guy is suffering from PTSD. And he's having, like, disassociative moments. Because he watched his friend die during a robbery gone wrong at a liquor store. Wow. Wait a minute, I think you've told me about this movie before. I've definitely told one of you about this movie <clears throat> Isn't it like his friends decide they're gonna do, like, a trip? Yeah, because he always wanted to go on a camping trip in, like... Yeah. In, like... Like the northern European. Yes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It is totally worth watching. It has one of my favorite endings of all goddamn time. Hmm. What is it, it about the woods that's so scary? It's 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 very familiar, but it's also eerily dark and, and mysterious. You don't know what's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Fear of the unknown. Exactly. That's pretty much what it is. No, because there's a subsection <coughs> of creepypastas that I love that are about stairs. That are just yeah. out in the woods. Ooh. I remember um, there was this one uh, SCP mm. that got turned into, like someone made a little mini game out of it where it was literally like, see how many flights of stairs you couldn't go down before you die. I, I, think, <laughs> I think I maybe talked about this before, and they made a movie adaptation starring Natalie Portman, although I haven't seen it. <coughs> She'll do Excuse me. shit, and- 
She will. She's actually great. Um, but sh- uh, this is an adaptation of the... F- I don't think they're going to make any more because I don't think it performed very well in theaters, which is really a shame because the book series was really good. It's called the... Uh, oh, crap. The Southern something series. But the first book is called Annihilation. Oh. And it is great. I know what you're talking about. Definitely cosmic horror. Kind of. It's like neon cosmic horror. It is. So basically, the Southern United States has been overtaken by this mysterious territory that everyone's calling, like, Territory X. Oh, yeah. I yeah. have heard you talk about this before. It's kind of like a pastel neon veil. It's, right? It is. It's like... And the thing is, is that they keep sending groups of, of like, scientists and explorers and researchers to kind of chart the area. Mm-hmm. But crazy things keep happening to this group. Like... The first, like, I'm, they've sent 12 expeditions, yeah. or uh, 11 expeditions or something like that. The first group that went down there, they all shot themselves. Or, like, the second group came back, but they were all, you know, committed to a mental asylum. Uh, the eighth group, uh, they all came back, but they got cancer and died shortly afterwards. And our main character, who we never find out her name, is part of the 12th expedition. Oh, that's a trope that I kind of love. Yes. Not finding out the like main uh, prota- the, or the <clears throat> not yeah not the knowing main protagonist. Yeah. That's what yeah I like that about Fight Club. Yeah. Helps me to not get attached when something terrible happens. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It does remind me. There's a um, there. It's tales from a park ranger, I believe, on YouTube. Mm. Uh, Corpse Husband has like a two and a half hour long. See, I don't listen to podcasts, but I will listen to like. That okay. long of creepypasta. Well, I'll tell you, listening to this podcast, Old Gods of Appalachia, is like listening to creepypastas. No, I love that, because, like, Odish Jiry does, uh, like, shit like that, where it's it's a podcast, but it's scary stories. Yeah. And I love that. And this is literally, like, it's like this guy is telling you these stories, or he's telling a group of people these stories. They're all just sitting shit. around. Yeah. yeah. He's like, let me tell you about this shit I know about. Yep. And uh, it's it's so good, and there's like some really good sound design stuff that they weave in there. Oh, that's great! Yeah. I am I get in. From that shit. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Lazy Masquerade he does like certain this muted scream for his uh, Goatman stories. Yeah, that is eerie. <clears throat> oh god, it tickles my asshole. Yeah, because the the guy telling the story is like. When another character is speaking, he'll do that thing where he, like, kind of puts on a voice. Yeah. But if it's, like, a voice from, you know... Beyond? From beyond or whatever, not only do they have the guy, like, you know, like, he'll put on, like, a deeper voice or something, they also accent it with, like, filters and all kinds of stuff to make it a little more extra, a little more otherworldly, you know? Yeah. I love that level of quality. Mm Mm-hmm. What I hate is YouTube Red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it's literally like the the people who put it, put on this podcast have been working on it for like a year and a half, yeah. and then they um, then they started releasing, and it got a pretty good response like right away. Yeah. So they're very excited about it. Uh, this might give me my old my good Appalachian kick that I've been needing because I joined this group called Appalachian Americans. Yeah. 
And oh, this definitely will because they they like throw in some slang in there. Oh, oh good. You hear about uh, <clears throat> hills and hollers and yep, all kind of yander yonder, all kinds of stuff. Fuck yeah! Like it, it really like it'll love... scratch that itch for you. And by the way, to some of our listeners, maybe not from this area, it is Appalachia. Yeah, not Appalachia. Appalachia. Yeah, people eight, don't say people don't say Appalachia down here yeah. or Appalachian. I like to eight 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 apples and venues. Like, <laughs> Appalachia. 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 Um, I don't know why people call it Appalachia. I think it's just a dialect thing. Yeah, it's got to be a dialect you thing. Look at the word and you guess. Yeah, yeah. I I have seen a thing where um, so cat. For the listeners who don't know, Kat, my girlfriend, is really into, like, backpacking and thru-hiking and stuff. And she's been watching a bunch of these, like, thru-hiking vlogs. Yeah. And there was a couple times, a couple different vlogs, I've seen people, like, once they... Because the Appalachian Trail <clears throat> goes from Georgia to Maine. Yeah. So once they cross, there's, like, a point where they'll be like, this is, you're crossing into Northern Territory, like the Mason-Dixon line or whatever. A couple people cross it and go, well, I guess I'm out of the Appalachian Trail, and now I'm in the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But so, we uh, we do live in Appalachia. Yes. North Alabama is in the foothills of Appalachia. Appalachia. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, it is Appalachia. Don't listen mm-hmm. to those people in Maine. That reminds me of, <clears> thing, <throat> of a thought I was having on the way here. Um, first off, I want to say back about Girl on the Third Floor. It's very Sam Raimi meets Silent Hill. Oh. If that doesn't sell it, I don't know how else to sell it. Nice. Secondly, I I still want to watch the Silent Hill movies. The first one is great. Yeah, I want to watch it. With you. The second one's, yeah, we're all going to watch it at some point. Yes. But, so our friend Elliot, Elliot White, he has a bit about sinkholes. Former host of the show. Uh, And I like to think sinkholes really open up to swallow up people who have hollered out Wagon Wheel too many times yeah. at local shows. No! <laughs> don't say that! That will be me! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't say that at local shows. Like, is, it, is it possible? <clears throat> no. Are you going to risk it? <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, that being said, it almost got me because that big one happened in my county. Oh, damn. Oh, boy. No, it happened... Down the street from me. Oh, the one on the highway? <laughs> yeah, the one on 231. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dang! Now it is like 20 miles away from me. Yeah. But it's still at my <laughs> But still. <laughs> that is scary. Fuck yeah, it is. Oh, man. Yeah. I want to talk about Castlevania real quick before we move on. Okay. Okay. So, I've never played... Well, that's not true. We were at a bar... Uh, we were in Chattanooga. Oh, that's right. And they we were at a bar that had like old video games and yeah, the stuff. One next to yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I played some Castlevania there for the first time. And that has been my experience with Castlevania. End of sentence. Well you've got a Switch, right? I do. And you've got you're paying for it. You paid for some uh Nintendo online? No. No? No. I thought you did to No, I did. You did? Yeah. No, I thought you paid for it too so I could send your data over to your Switch. No, that shit was free. Oh, okay. <laughs> It is, you may have, you should get it free for like a while. Like oh, okay. Like a month or two. I mean, I do have a Nintendo Online 
like account. Account. Oh, okay. But, you're, but I am you not paying pay for, for the, the service. Okay. No, yeah. Well, if you do decide to pay for the service. And I probably will at some point. You can yeah. download um, Tetris 99. Okay. Uh, which is Battle Royale Tetris. It's great. It's fucking <laughs> um, hard, but it's great. But then there's also um, the NES like simulator. There's also an SNES one now. Yes, there is. So uh, I'm pretty sure Castlevania is on the NES one. Hell yeah. That being said, Symphony of the Night is the better of the Castlevanias. That isn't a part of, like, the PS2 mm-hmm. or the DS ones. Well, the reason why I bring up that I'm not very familiar with the game is because I have been watching the Netflix series. I've heard great things. It's a 10 out oh, of 10 yeah. for me. And it's, like, incredibly short, too, right? I've watched the first uh, season. It goes, the first season's four episodes, and each episode's, like, 25 minutes. Yeah, we watched it together. Yeah. And it is the listeners, if you haven't seen it and you want to give it a try, here's the disclaimer. Uh, not for kids. It's yeah. animated, but not for children. Not for children at <clears throat> all. It's like Hellblade, right? Like super incredibly violent. It is. Yes. Inc- it is the goriest television show I think I've ever seen. Damn. Like, and I've, I've seen some gory shit. But most of the gore that I watched, it's like, oh, this character got their neck slit and just a gallon of blood has fallen over them. Yeah. Castlevania is not that. Castlevania is like, hey, do you want to watch this creature of the night pierce one finger through, like, somebody's forehead or eye socket and then just rip off the top of their head and then, but then, like, just rip apart the rest of their body and you see their guts everywhere? You see people's fingers get whipped off? Mm. It is violent. I'm here for this. Also, people say fuck all the time. Like, yeah. you see, you hear Trevor Belmont say, I'm Trevor fucking Belmont. It's yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> I, told, I told you you should watch it and that you'd yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, it is wonderful. That's the one way to get me nuts. <clears throat> and then, yeah, season one is like Trevor Belmont walking around being a badass. Season two is Trevor Belmont and Dracula's son getting into some stuff. <laughs> yep, and and Sypha. Alucard, yeah. yeah. Yeah, who is, Sypha is amazing. She is a mage, and she is great. Or, is she in one of the games? Yeah, she is. I looked it up. Okay. I bet you, is it in one of the DS games? She's, her name in the game is Cypher. Oh, okay. And she, like, shows up in drag. Oh, okay. Like... The main character can't tell. She's, so a, she's the antagonist of Ogre Solid 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it plays like a goddamn... Sorry. Was that... Is that Choke Me Clone Daddy? Is that that one? Yes. yes okay. That's that one. Whenever, okay. Whenever there's a Metal Gear reference from me or Travis... It's usually five. It's gonna be five. Okay, well look, maybe you guys are huge Metagame fans and you've uh, you've watched all the other ones or right. played them or whatever. I mean, watched them <laughs> is accurate. Watched, watched, watched four is incredibly accurate. I've played one, two, three, yeah. and five. I haven't tried the MSX games yet. But yeah, five is the only one that's the most memeable. Got it, okay. They're, they're all incredibly meme lordy. Yeah. Five is the only one that's like... <laughs> The most I know about the Metal Gear Solid series is obviously from what I watched. Yeah, (laughs) is from what I watched uh, Travis play through the opening section, and then also uh, Starbomb has a song series called like Non Complicated Plots to to Video Games, Simple Plots to Video Games, or whatever. Yeah, and the joke is that uh, Snake comes on. Um, the show and just trying to explain the plot to Metal Gear Solid and the host who's uh, 
voiced by Danny Sexbang is like, say it simply. (laughs) (laughs) This is a simple video game plot show. (laughs) Don't have Metal Gear on that show. Yeah, well, the the joke is that he killed the other person who was supposed to be there replaced him <laughs> and then they did a king of hearts one as well and it's oh, hilarious yeah, one is great. yeah. i've only ever watched those games as well but god mm-hmm. i played king of hearts one and it was really hard actually i've played more than two kingdom hearts games that's all you need to know <laughs> end of sentence you look like you have the limited editions for all of them look, not quite at least one <laughs> no oh. More than one? Let's not not go there. Hey, man. There used to be a knife store in the mall. They had a Keyblade. They had a Keyblade. They had a Keyblade. They had a Cloud Buster Sword. They had the the Master Sword. They had had the Hillian Shield for a little while. Yep. What, that little old dude's knife shop at Marketplace? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have those anymore? I mean, he might. I haven't been there. I'm not a mall kid anymore, so... Yeah. I was a mall yeah. kid, and now I can drink, so I don't have to hang out in the mall anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that I wasn't drinking back then, I just was not doing it at the mall, because I was underage. And that's not allowed. True. I definitely have vandalized Parkway Place, though, so. Nice. <laughs> Fair. Travis? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, the series, okay, so... Basically, oh god, the plot is uh, Dracula meets this human woman, Um, they fall in love, have a kid, and then she gets burned at the stake for being a witch by the church in medieval times Europe, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Dracula finds out about this and is like, okay, fuck all of humanity, um, you guys have one year to get your affairs in order, and then I'm going to summon my army of the damned and kill you all. So the first episode is like dealing with that. Yeah. And it rains down blood. Mm-hmm. Like, let the bodies hit the floor is an appropriate soundtrack for what happens. You didn't want to go Slayer I, Look, I don't know a lot about Slayer other than like my mom's vacuum. They've both been around since the 80s, and they both suck. It's it's an internet joke. Oh, yeah, no, I get it. I get that, Yeah. <laughs> they have a song literally called Raining Blood. Yeah. Rain in Blood. It's on Guitar Hero. Anyways. I fucking believe it. Uh, Trevor Belmont is the last of the Belmonts, and because his family was also burned at the stake for suspected devil worship. And he has just been like, I'm drunk, I have a whip, I'm just, like, going around trying to live out my last days before, you know, Dracula's hordes murder us all. And, um, he's like, you know, everything's going good, but he has such, like, a good heart that when he sees people in trouble, he can't just can't not interfere. Yeah, Yeah, it's, uh, you know... Basically, he's the protagonist of an isekai show at this point. Yeah. He just... <laughs> you should play more men of Oh, boy. That's the most uh, anime yeah. of the game. I will say, like, I appreciate the trope of secret badass who goes around and secretly badass and, like, gives off this air of, like, incompetent buffoonery. 
but who gets pulled into everyone's problems because he just cares too much. Oh, no wonder you like The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally every game Link is in. Yep. You should also play Silent Hill Downpour. <laughs> I have played Silent Hill Downpour. <laughs> Have you? It's the one. It's the, the only Silent Hill game you've played? I watched it, and then I played some of it, yeah. Nice. My friend was doing a Let's Play channel where he would play horror games and, like, yeah, freak course. out at them. Yeah, of course not a horror game. Look, this was back in, like, <laughs> 2012, all right? This all right, was... By those standards, okay. Or 2013 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The point is, is that... And that shit was popping off. Yeah. Also, he was... He is a huge scaredy cat. Oh, okay. And so he had me... We would watch it and, like, watch him play this game. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I did want to revisit the idea of Yeah. One, one time someone one day. bought me the game Amnesia of the Dark Descent just so I would stream it. And I got to a certain point, and I was like, I'm not nope. playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm done. That's one of those games you need to play with somebody else. Oh, yeah. man. I've been looking up uh, Skyrim mods, and there's this one. You guys might have, you might have heard of it. It's called Clockwork. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's basically this, like, DLC-sized mod. Is it oh. the one where you have a comedy show that doesn't happen? <laughs> it's a little bit of inside baseball. <laughs> That we're not going to explain. <laughs> Anyways, sorry if you were in the Huntsville comedy scene between the years 2015 and 2017, you don't get to know. Okay, so uh, no, um, basically the Dragonborn um, finds this like mine cave, okay. and it he enters or she enters, they enter. And it collapses right after they enter. So they have so the only way out is forward, right? And so it's like the descent. Let me fucking finish. (laughs) And no, yes, no, it's not like the descent. Um, and okay, so they like are going, you know, they're going through this mine cave system, and they realize that this figure is following them. And they're like, oh, all right. But eventually they fight the way through the cave. All the while, the figure is like following them and following them and following them. What kind of figure? Is it a, a shadowy figure. Okay. But definitely human slash elf shaped. Okay. Not, definitely not our guardian or... Humanoid. Humanoid. A humanoid figure mm-hmm. is following them and like ganging on them. Eventually the player works, you know, gets out of this, the cave mine system, ends up on this beautiful like untouched area with this giant mansion mm-hmm. that definitely has some like Dwemer okay. or dwarf, you know, parts like, to it's it. It's like that, those caves where you find the Falmore where it's like super fancy, but the monsters are all really freaky. It's like, well, you get you get out of the cave system and you mm. and you like exit out okay, so you're and you're outside. so you're back outside, but like cut off from cut off by mountains from like the rest of Skyrim. Okay. And you go down in this mansion and there are these two uh, dwarven robots who like welcome you and invite you to stay. And from there, it becomes a mystery about how to escape the mansion because you because you can't go back through the mind thing you exited Resident Evil 1 figure out the I don't understand that reference (laughs) figure out the 
uh, mysteries of the mansion and not die. Okay. Yeah, that's Resident Evil. Yeah, and... Resident Evil 1. <laughs> Look, man. Hey, I'm not, I'm sub- Are there puzzles? Probably. Yeah. Sub Sele Nihil Nova Est. Okay. Nothing new under the sun. And Divas. It sounds really interesting. I want to play it, but maybe I should just play Resi 1. No. No, you uh, should play that. You should play that. You're, okay. You're going to handle that play style a lot better. Also, Resident Evil 1. Alright, RE1 Remake is fine. RE1 1 blows. I mean, it's. <clears throat> I imagine it's a video game from like. Oh, no, say oh, The no. 1950s or something. It's super <laughs> old. No, it's an original PS1 game. Oh, oh, oh. And everything moves on a grid, and the zombies move at, at like 1.5 speed. Like, you move at 1. The zombies move half a They're step. They're fast zombies. They're half a step faster than you are. Gross. Yep. That's not zombies. That's just fast people. Yep. It's just speed walker, yeah, mall that's, walkers. That's fast, hungry people. <laughs> yeah. The mall walkers, after their mall walking, trying to get to the food court. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of the mall. Speaking of zombies, I heard a terrible joke on TikTok the other day. Your mom's a terrible joke on TikTok. Anyways, continue. She is. Um, <laughs> no one gets her. <laughs> What do vegan zombies eat? Oh, God. Great. Boo. All right. Piss. So, piss, boo. The episode of Supernatural we're going to be watching today. <laughs> yeah. That's and on that fun. terrible note, <laughs> I watched season two of Castlevania. It's great. Please go watch it on Netflix if that's your sort of thing. What a, what a Netflix recommendations of this episode yeah i'm here for it there were they were and and a a podcast that i'm definitely going to listen to absolutely then start listening to the podcast so we can have the the podcast we listen to episode that i have so want to desperately have i've listened to many a different or find an equivalent or something please like many actual podcasts i just don't religiously listen to them all right well find some to religiously listen to it and get back to me or unreligiously listen to I listen to a lot of atheist podcasts. Anyways, this episode episode is called Family Matters. Family Matters. Travis, what's it about? Sam is like the whole episode. He's like super obsessed with finding this. He he like won't describe it. Mm -hmm. But him, he's like stranding along on this like quest to find something. And he's like, I, and like as as he's going along, like a bunch of shit is going wrong, and it's like shit's going bad. And then finally they get to it, and it's just like a big block of cheese. And then Dean is like, "You spent all this time on this block of cheese," and Sam is like, "Did I do that?" <laughs> Oh, can I give my own description? Can I give my own? I actually was thinking, I didn't listen to your description because I was thinking of my own. Can I give it? Okay. Okay. I thought yours was going to be like a Shiagora quest. Okay. So, Meg and um, Ellen. Meg 2 and Ellen are roommates. Okay. Don't ask. It's a struggle to get there. This is a flashback. And Cass wants... It's the opposite, actually. <laughs> Cass is like, I need a place to stay. 
I need to move in somewhere. And so Meg is like, well, you can come live with us, but our landlord is super strict and you have to pretend you're gay to live here. And Cass is like, I'm bisexual as fuck. I'm in. And then it's just three's company. Oh, okay. I was like, is this Sex in the City or something? But else? not the way you think. Yeah. Anyways, I'm a Meg Steel shipper. All right. All right. Well, we're gonna watch something that's worse than all the things that we just said. So let's do it. Hey, this might be a good episode. Believe in yourself, buddy. I just doubt kidding. It. It's not. It's good. It's probably not gonna be good. Hey. It might be great. Who knows? It's not gonna be good. Let's it's watch this it. is gonna be trash. We did it. Yeah. Did it. Uh, I have to say, this episode was not that bad. Yeah, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You get the who and the why. And the what. And the, what? And the when. How did you get the when? You, I mean, 2011. Yeah, we or had the 2010. We had the yeah, we knew the when. Yeah. Actually, do we know the when? Because this is something that's always confused me about super, how time and supernatural works. Okay. Oh, I thought you were like, I have an idea, not I'm going to literally throw something at you. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I know what you mean, because it's like... Because it, between seasons, it's been a couple months for us, but most of the seasons end on a quick cliffhanger and pick up immediately after. Right, but with this one, there was a year. There's a year yeah. between it. So, so for them, it's 2012? Or it is 2011, but it's late 2011. Here's how you tell time, like grand scheme time and supernatural. You look at what kind of cell phones they're using. Agreed. Yeah. Or you look at the length of Sam's hair. Also agreed. (laughs) Also agreed. Also, does it matter? No, but it's just one of those things that's fun to think about. This episode brings up a lot of uh, interesting philosophical questions. We're not going to touch on any of them, but uh, no. (laughs) 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 Or at the very least, we're not going to answer any of them, because why? The show certainly doesn't want to. Yeah, Uh, for real. Well, it'll touch on it eventually. One of these days? Much like Kaya's fisted. Oh, God, there was so much fisting this episode. There was so much fisting, and not even like... It's, it, there was like one moment of fisting, and I was like, okay, this is a fun goof. And then there kept being fisting. Yeah, it, it happened many times. Like, a fist of us for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that. All this episode is going to be called uh, uh, Cast Fist Sam. Yeah, because that's what happens. And the Samuel. First five minutes. But not fist, the way you think. Fist Sam to, to the Howard Squared. <laughs> Fist Sam, but not the way you think. Yep. There it is. That's the title. Yep. Cast Fist Sam, but not the way you think. Fists his way through the Winchester family. Yep. Through the Campbell family. Don't call him Grambles for nothing. I will go ahead and say, this is just a personal fact about me. I don't enjoy fisting. Do you you not enjoy watching it? I don't like watching it. You don't like doing it? I don't want to talk about that, but I don't like watching it. It's not its not the porn I go for. It makes me, in either orifice, it makes me uncomfortable to watch. Oh, so you don't like insertion. Okay. When I say insertion. No, I know what you mean. You never, like, watch someone take their fist and, like, jam it all the way down someone's throat and, like, get, get in there and, like, get scared that they're going to dissolve their fingernails and stomach acid. Is that Jim Henson porn? You said or you said any orifice. So 
No. Okay. I'm going to do, do a quiet bagel search right quick. Because that's how you find porn. Just gonna you use Bing. You can find porn through Google too. It's it's way easier and better if you use Bing. You'll find Is what, it? if you're trying to find yeah. if you're trying to find something specific. Google likes to act like porn doesn't <clears throat> exist. I've never had. A, I've look. I have been looking on. I have been looking at porn for half the time I've been on God's green earth. Yeah. We'll go ahead and say two thirds the time. Just <laughs> <laughs> how old am I now? Twenty nine. Okay, yeah. so. You know how they. <laughs> you know how they say you spend one third of your time in bed. You spend one third of that time in bed looking, looking at, at porn. porn. Yeah, bro, those are rookie numbers. You gotta pump yeah. those up. <laughs> so, anyways, it all comes back to Tarantino. I'm just saying that I'm not a huge fan. I don't like the word fisting. It's not my fetish. Fisting. Okay. <laughs> I, I think. Why do you have to say it like that? Yeah, why, why do you have to say it like fisting? Why did you have to say that like that? Okay, we're done. We're d- whoa. This is not a Sam and Dean lookalike contest. What the fuck is happening? Fist him. Stop. Get over here. You know, I don't think I ever realized. I don't think I ever realized how fanficy season six was until oh, until yeah. now. I mean, this episode opened with. Cass shoving a belt. Oh into yeah, Sam's that mouth. happened, and I was like, a lot of fanfics start Rebels like this. Get the belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the belt is only for special boys. <laughs> the belt is always boy. only for boys who listen. Yeah. <laughs> Do what they're told. Little. <laughs> so is Sam a simp? And a is Brambles a oh? Oh, these are BDSM terms. I'm sorry. I know a lot about porn, but BDSM. I know a lot about BDSM. Continue. For me, BDSM is like the dark corner that I don't go to. Really? That's you. But I'll like. You know what vor is? That's (laughs) vor isn't BDSM. And vor. I know it's not vor. Vor is not possible. I know it's not BDSM. Yeah. See, that's why it's cool. I'm just saying that's the dark corner that BDSM is just a bunch of people who are like, I don't know, let's get some soft rope and maybe you can tie me up and fondle my titties. Like it's I mean it's it can all... get really hardcore, but yeah. there's a gradient is what I'm saying. Yeah. Actually BDSM is the gradient. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's a spectrum. It is. It is a spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Bondage is pretty light. Domination is a little bit harder. Sadomas or like yeah, what is it? Sado or sexual masochism? Or Sado, sad- it's sadomasochism. Yeah, sadomasochism. That's the darker end. Like shibari and bondage is pretty tame. I know some people who are into what is tangly BDSM, yeah. and Ben would look at them and be like, "That shit's vanilla, son." Uh, yeah. I heard the S in BDSM reference to something other than sadomasochism. Sadism, yeah. I've heard it. I've heard submission too. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. It can't be like, like Dom- yeah, it was domination submission masochism. Yeah. But I've always yeah. Well like, let's just, just do a quick Google search. Yeah, like it all kind of fits under the same umbrella because submission. Yeah, will well also be to a me masochism. Yeah, to me domination and submiss- submissivism 
is on is like the same thing. <laughs> but also like sadism and masochism, that's two sides of the same coin as well. Well, yeah. it's like you need you can't I mean, you can be a, a sadist all on your own, but what's the fun if you don't have a masochist to hang out with, you right, know? Yeah. yeah. It's like peanut butter and jelly better together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. We were eating some Reese's eggs. That's why I felt it was appropriate. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. Uh, anyways, now that we've had a very interested, interesting look into each other's sex lives. If you, if you want to hear more about sadomasochism, please uh, check out our other podcast. Let's check out. Oh, Anyways, God. let's talk about the episode now. Um, so after, so basically, the episode begins with Sam coming to, because at the end of the last episode, Dean just beat the shit out of him. Yes, yeah, he did. And I guess, I guess now it's time for us to really consider Dean's feelings about all this. I guess so. I was, just, I was kidding. That was oh, a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just. I was like, uh, where are you going with this? No, they're nowhere. Nowhere fast. But, um... It's, this episode is nowhere fast. Yeah. This is, it's, the question is, is Sam to blame for his actions? Because yes, we no. finally figured out why he's been the way he is. I think his inhibitions have been removed, like... They have. I mean, his conscience is gone. It's uh, yeah. If I if I got really drunk, like blackout drunk, yeah. And drunk Ben was a huge asshole, and indirectly hurt some people, and actively hurt some people. Would me sober Ben still be too blind? Yes. yes, because you chose to get drunk. Exactly. And you know how it makes you. Oh, but, but 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 here's the side of this: Sam did not choose to lose his soul. There we go. Also fair. Now, he doesn't deserve the amount of hatred that he's getting. Yeah. I, I, think th- I feel like he's getting, like, blood-drinking levels of hatred again. Yeah. Dean is mad at him specifically because Sam doesn't have a soul. Now, Dean, later in the show, will be like, you didn't tell anyone, and that's why I'm angry. But I feel yeah. like... I don't know. It's one of those things that's complicated. Yeah, well, because even in this episode a little bit, Dean gets mad at Sam for withholding information. Right. And that seems like a more valid reason to get to be mad at Sam. Yeah. Rather than just being like, you're a soulless monster. Which, like... Okay, so... Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I spilled some water. (laughs) Trying to... I'm like... (laughs) I feel, like, I feel like I'm in the before in an infomercial. I just do not know. <laughs> just cracking an egg directly on my face. So right on. Stove. Right on. I think it's hilarious how we went from like because what number episode is this of the season? Seven. Five. Seven. Six. Seven. Let's say seven. Anyway, we've gone. <laughs> So many episodes. I'm the one who <laughs> uploads the episode, so I have a better count of what episode it actually valid. is. Valid. That's valid and fair. <laughs> yeah. But we've got so many episodes with everybody being like, eh, Sam's a little weird. Eh, I wonder what's wrong with Sam. And then Dean being like, yeah. guys, there's something super fucked up with Sam. And then in this episode, everyone's like, I smell no soul in you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, um, yeah. I feel like 
but going back to whether or not, because Sam does a lot of fucked up shit while he doesn't have a soul. Some of which we've been privy to, like the vampire thing, Mm -hmm. some of which we're not familiar with that will come out later in the season. I'm so glad that we finally know that Sam doesn't have a soul so we can stop the mystery of what happened to Sam's soul. What's, What's up with Sam? I feel like... What's the deal with Sam? You know... I think part of our problem with breaking down this season has been that we're looking at this too much like a normal American television show season and not like an anime, which is really how we should be viewing it. (laughs) Don't don't think of like an overarching bad guy. Think of it in terms of anime arcs, right? Okay. For a single for a single season of an anime. This is like the last arc of Yu Yu Hakusho. It's really rushed. You're a lot of questions, not a whole lot of answers. This is like the Chunin exam. Ah. Think of it in the like in the, from Naruto. Think of it in those terms. Okay. Yeah, I know. I went off. I went too far, Ben. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, again, while you were busy having sex, I was reading the Naruto <laughs> manga. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So, um, the first arc of the season was. What's wrong with Sam? Yeah. And now we're getting into the second arc of the season. How do we get Sam's soul back? Okay. Meanwhile, we've also got what the fuck's up with Samuel? Right. And that got answered too. That did. Yeah. And now we're entering. So that was also. We'll we'll call that arc one point. One point five. Yeah. And now we're in two point five. Let's all be Crowley's bitches. Well, it's okay. like the since we are going into the last arc. It's all flowing into the same damn thing. It's all a bunch of arcs all at once. Yeah. Which really, the since we arc got its start in the uh, Rescue Yukina arc. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. This is just a Yu Hakusho from Rescue Yukina to the, to the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Only in, like, a season and not three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, was Rescue Yukina after the Dark Tournament? No, No, it was was before before. the Dark Tournament. before, okay, that's what I thought. Because you meet Suguro and Yukina almost in the same episode. That's right, that's right. And you meet Sakyo. Mm -hmm. And Sakyo is really the driving point behind Sensui. Yeah. Because that's where he got a little... Anyway, sorry, off... (laughs) There we go again. (laughs) Putting this in terms we can all understand. Yu Hakusho. Especially the listeners. Because what what was it called? Like the... uh... Parties of like human vices. Yeah, oh, yeah that's that right. thing. It was like basically the demon killing human. Parties. Well, also yeah. since we got the plans to create the giant portal to the Makai from yeah, Sakyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene with like the party is a really cool like Japanese oh, it's... take on Hieronymus Bosch's Garden of Earthly Delights. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Anyways, um. So, uh, right now we're in the, so we finally figured out what's wrong with Sam. Yep. Super happy about that. Yeah. That yeah. was grating. Yeah. Um, yeah, really this whole, this could have been wrapped up in three episodes. Yeah, but they had to fill really. time. Really? But, yeah, I guess they had to fill time. Because they have to fill a season. They had- we should just go, we should just go have shorter seasons. That's one. That's one positive I could say the magicians has over this. Yes, is that there's none of this wasted time shit because yeah. they only have thirteen, like ten episodes. Yeah. yeah. Well, per ten to thirteen episodes per season. Yeah. Uh, Except for like, season two, that season was a waste. I was gonna say season two was very long. That was the whole reason why I watched Better Call Saul. 
really short seasons. <clears throat> it kind of got to the point. Yeah. yeah. We got to fucking go, 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 go. Exactly. 24 episode shows, like, I feel like the West Wing is really good for that. Because the West Wing doesn't have one major plot. It's just, here are the stories of the people who work yeah. in the presidential office. See, that's yeah. the benefit of having an ensemble cast. Yeah. Versus, like, two leads or like a lead and then and their allies because kind of the magicians kind of turned into an ensemble show very quickly oh yeah for sure um but yeah i think having an ensemble cast helped it along yeah and helped it like at least every episode kind of feels important in some way yeah versus like i don't know last episode was like a little important it's like okay we finally got Sam's admitting that something is wrong and the whole vampire thing, which was a big deal, but the rest of that episode just fucking ate dick. Yeah. And was just a vehicle to get to that. Yeah. Yeah. And there had to be better trappings for it. I mean, there just had to be. Somewhere. Somewhere deep. I don't know. Anyways, but um, this episode was a marked improvement, if only because... Now we're all on the same because page. Because we finally got answers. Yeah, yeah, we did. It wasn't this, like, teasing and, like, what's going on. Like, this episode is actually just a huge info dump. Pretty much. It is, but it the pacing of it made it very, I don't know, just refreshing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. This is, like, one of the few times when an exposition dump actually feels cool and kind of necessary. This yeah. is this is the end of the book when Dumbledore's like, I'm going to tell you what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to Harry. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, this is the, you know, Harry Potter, you know, Order of the Phoenix? Yeah. Like, the scene after Sirius dies where... I mean, Dumbledore like, is just like, here are most of the secrets I've been keeping, but not all. Basically, every Harry Potter book until <clears throat> Order of the Phoenix yeah. is like, Dumbledore gives a big old wrap up. Yeah. It's like, here's what happened, by the way. Yeah, but then Harry is like, why did Voldemort go after Gryffindor me and my family? Yeah, Gryffindor <laughs> wins the house cup. And then Harry's like, that's cool and all, Professor, but why did Voldemort kill my all of my family? And Dumbledore's like, mmm, jingly keys. <laughs> do, do you see the keys, Harry? Look over here. You guys think that either Dumbledore or JK herself are Redditors because Dumbledore loves to give a TLDR? Oh god! <laughs> Except it's a TD, TD, T Oh god! Fucking! It's a TLDR, but with like uh, the market, like the big omission points too. Yeah. It's like it's like Dumbledore says words, and Harry's like, "I'm sorry, I only heard static there." Is there something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Fred and George were going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's when Dumbledore was like, all right, one of you guys are going to die. Oh, no, I'm sorry. J.K. Rowling was like, one of you guys are going to die. <laughs> one of you would have betrayed me. It's yeah. going to die. <laughs> um, where, where the fuck were we? Uh, we finally got some answers, which is very nice. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't. Uh... So do you think the pacing of the, all of this, like these first seven episodes... And I guess all of season six. Do you think the pacing of this has to do with the writing, or do you think it has to do with the change in showrunners? Yes. <laughs> I think it's both. Okay. Because was this Sarah Gamble's first shot at showrunning? I don't know. 
It may have been. I kind of doubt it. I kind of want to say yes, actually. I mean, because it would definitely <clears throat> make sense. Um, and I don't want to be like, oh, her first her first time being the showrunner was absolute shit. Because, you know, everyone's first time doing something isn't great. Exactly. But... Hey, there are some there are some people who have been showrunners for a super long time, and they still suck dick at it. <laughs> Stephen Moffat. Yeah, anyway, I was like, I, I let the beat happen. And like one of us is going to say Stephen Moffat. <laughs> Anyways, d- quick disclaimer that these are all very successful people who are talented story yeah story creators, and we have done jack shit in our lives. So oh, well, we have this podcast. <laughs> Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> We're all semi-successful comedians in Alabama. Fair. Something to put in our caps. Yep. is strong for one of us. Uh, <laughs> Why are you talking about yourself like that? <laughs> Buddy, believe in yourself. Um, uh, but yeah, but also, like, I can see kind of some elements of Sarah Gamble's that have crept up into, like, the magicians and stuff. Yeah. Uh, also, Dean fucking Fogg is in this episode. Yes, that too! Dean Fogg from The Magicians. He's the alpha vampire who we met, kind of met, two episodes ago. Yeah, when Dean was... When Dean was vampire. When he was vampire, vampire time. Yeah. Uh, uh, turned. Do you think the shit about Purgatory could have happened... When they were doing that other interrogation with that other alpha. Maybe, but maybe not. Because, yes, the alphas are the first of their kind. Mm. And undoubtedly they have been around for a very long time. But I do like the lore. And this is something that I'm just like making up off the top of my head. I do like the lore of some alphas have been around longer than others. Mm. Because the vampire alpha says, like, well, we all have our mothers. And, like, maybe the vampire alpha has been around longer than, like, the djinn alpha. I like to, I do like to think that there is sort of a hierarchy among alphas. Yeah. Right? Because you gotta think, I mean, maybe I'm just basing this based on how cool I think one is over the other. But surely if, like the shapeshifter alpha tried to step up to the vampire alpha, the vampire alpha would be like, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, do you know who you're talking yeah. to? <laughs> and then the shapeshifter alpha would probably pee his pants, because I certainly would. We have yeah. to talk about the actor who plays the vampire alpha, because I just want to say 10 out of fucking 10. Oh, absolutely. So this is, I gotta look up his name real quick. Um, I actually follow him on Instagram, and he is adorable on Instagram. Nice. <laughs> um, and we keep calling him Dean Fogg because he is Dean Fogg in The Magicians. Yeah. Uh, his name is Rick Worthy, and he is very Rick worthy. Rick Worthy. Damn, that is a good fucking name. Isn't it a name. good name? A great name. Um, Damn. That's almost a porn name. Yeah, <laughs> it is a little bit. Um, but Rick Worthy, he is great. He's got a very, very deep voice. Oh, yeah, very, like, James Earl Jones. Yeah. Uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Orson Welles. Mm. Like, very deep voice. Ooh, he's a recurring character on The Man in the High Castle, too. Oh. Yeah. Um, and he just has this, like, total presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever whenever he's in a scene, you're, you're just zero in on him oh, yeah. he's so it, good absolutely true with the magicians it's like 
he not that he steals a scene, but he definitely like anytime he's in a scene, he is the focal point of yeah. the scene. And he is definitely really good at playing because the magicians. He's definitely, I'll say a more benevolent character than yeah. he is here. Mm-hmm. But he is really good at kind of playing that, like, I'm going to talk you in circles with half-truths and I'm going to manipulate the shit out of you. Yeah. Because the scene he's in here, he basically just straight up tells Dean and Sam, he's like, I don't care about telling y'all the truth because in a minute, uh, I'm going to be neck deep in your blood. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be just sucking sucking the marrow of life from your snapped bones. You could even see where Grambles was scared when he was when Grambles was torturing oh. quotes around Oh torture. yeah. Oh god. And he was like, Oh stop this head. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, if you want me to believe I mean they did a really good job of being like, Oh, Samuel is definitely the bitch in this shit situation. Yeah. There was not a single moment at all where I was like yeah, he's definitely in control. Good job, everybody. It was definitely like that offer <clears throat> was there because he wanted to be. Oh yeah, he was like, let me let me just nip this in the bud. Take mm-hmm. care of everything. Yeah. I uh, okay, so we let's let's talk about how we get to here real quick. So the reason why so Sam doesn't have a soul. He's not been sleeping. That's the big clue. Oh, yeah. He doesn't feel anything. He's basically just like... I I feel uncomfortable using, like, psychology terms. Yeah. But he's basically like a TV sociopath. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know right from wrong. He goes too far in every situation. He doesn't know when to stop. Yeah. Because he doesn't have any inhibitions. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't have any little... You know, he doesn't have a conscience, pretty much. Mm Um, and that's why, like, and actually, I really do like the way that J Pads plays him. Oh, because yeah. it would have been so easy to turn him into this like villain, yeah. and instead he's just kind of confused all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of like, people, I am trying to do the right thing, and people keep telling me I'm fucking. Am I not supposed yeah. to kill monsters? <laughs> am I not supposed to do everything I can to murder all? Mo- I don't understand. What do you want me to do here? He is like, God, what is it like? It's like, it's like he goes, it's like, okay, you took, so I didn't want to be a hunter. So I became, but you told me I had to be. So I became the best hunter y'all have ever seen. But now I'm going too far. All right. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's got his fucking thrust through a, a fist through a vampire's neck. And yeah. he's just like, I don't know what you want me to do here. He's very One Punch Man. It only seems like an episode of One Punch Man, but he's very One Punch Man. He is a machine, essentially. Yeah. Um, is it Sayatama? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so kudos, kudos, kudos to the writers for that. That is like one really good thing I think they do with the Soulless Sam arc. Mm-hmm. Is that like. It seems like he does want to do the right thing. Yeah. He's just like, but what is that? Right, yeah. Well, I mean, definitely with the whole vampire situation. Yeah. Because in some ways it was the right thing, but also, like, season one and two, Sam never would have done that. Yeah, but... no. Same with same with the kid getting his, also getting fisted mm-hmm. by Cass earlier in the season. Okay, now it's weird. <laughs> 
Look, man. No, no, no. It's weird. Is that not what happened? It's weird because there's a kid involved. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> you started this. But I mean, it is what happened. Yeah. Right. Also, sex crime and a hate crime. <laughs> oh, my God. The quietest little sense. And that joke was a crime against humanity. <laughs> Oh, that was too. No, fisting's all good and chill. You can see fisting. He didn't even spit on his hand. Ew. You don't have to when you're an ethereal being. Yeah. Oh my god, I will say, cast, cast, bringing it back though with the sass. Yes. Dripping with sass, master cast. Sass, master cast in full form. Ah, he did such a good job. Sassiel. So that's actually the ship name between Sass and Cass. Or Sass, Sam and Cass. <laughs> between Castiel and Castiel. Yeah. Between Castiel and Sass. So very appropriate then. <laughs> no, that is, would... that is the ship name between Castiel and, and Sam, so I've been avoiding it. I, I could believe that an ethereal being could fist himself. Well, yeah. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Goes without saying. I think cosmic horror was a great thing to start with. Yep. For this episode. Start with cosmic horror and with cosmic fisting. <laughs> I'd say you shoehorned that joke in. Really forced it. <laughs> but it went in like a glove. <sighs> there is... We like that. I hope you can here. see my cyst. There is. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm like, ugh, you can see it, it's gross. Okay, uh, I have a cyst on my face. Don't worry about it. We like to have fun here at havecast.com. <laughs> <laughs> www.hackcast.com for all your fisting needs. <laughs> Patreon.com slash hackcast. Yeah, you can also go to ghostsandgals.com. <laughs> Ghosts and gals. It's been a while. Yeah. You think we could get an affiliate link for a bad dragon? Maybe. Maybe. We can try to contact them. <laughs> We're talking about fisting way too much for you not to not not to sponsor us. I would love to be sponsored by Bad Dragon. I mean that yeah, would just be real. that would be something. I will tell you what. I'd be, I'll be positive about that. Look, my goal. <laughs> Are you positive? I'll be positive. <laughs> I've talked about those way too often the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Or not often enough. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, don't Google it. Or do. We're not your mom. Just, just, Unless you're the high school listener, in which case, God, no. please. Yeah. Maybe just skip this one altogether. What are you We've doing? More than Stay one. in school. We've got more than one high school listener. No! <laughs> Shaping the What are we doing wrong? <laughs> Or right, I don't know. Our prime <laughs> audience is women eighteen to twenty-two, so we're gonna pretend all of them are in college. Well, <laughs> it's <laughs> all these fresh race college freshmen. Yeah. I'd like to think this is a pretty highbrow podcast. You know what? <laughs> it's highbrow because you judge me. For in the, the past season, <laughs> in the past season, we have talked about the theory of determinism. Several. Deep dives into mythological characters' backstories. Yeah. We're practically a goddamn 101 mythology class. Yeah, with lots of fisting. 
like, I would definitely say probably about 10% more fisting than what usually goes on in a mythology <laughs> class. 10% more. Only 10. Yeah. As somebody who's taken a mythology class, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Is fisting is a 98, 99, or a 101 class. That sounded funny in my head. Yeah, I don't know where you were going with that one. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> a lot of caffeine. Okay. Please go to your counselor to see if you can get this podcast as college credit. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. If you are a college professor and you're listening to this, <laughs> make Why? it supplemental material for your class. <laughs> <laughs> to hear more about myths and legends, check out the Freak of the Week section. <laughs> to, uh. to ask some interesting philosophical questions. <laughs> That's that's where the philosophical question comes up. When Cass is like, hey, or when, when Cass is like, Sam doesn't have a soul. He got left behind in Lucifer's cage. That's where Sam's soul is. Just getting, like, probably getting actually fisted by Lucifer and Michael. Yeah. Like, it's not being treated well. No. Oh, God. That is, whew. Yeah, yeah so that's rough as fuck. But so it is Cass who is like, does that mean that that's actually Sam there? Or no, Dean's like, or, so is it even Sam? And Cass goes, well, that's an interesting philosophical question. Yeah, and then exactly. Sam's like, what the fuck? It is me. Yeah. Guys, it's it's me. It's, it is me. So what do you think the soul does? Do you think the soul is like the feelings you have in your heart? Do you think it's your inhibitions? Do you think it's... I think it's all of that. Because like, so in The Magicians, they go into having a shade, which is kind of the same thing. It's, just it's basically like... Your conscience, your right from wrong, your ability to feel like... In The Magicians, though, it is only a part of your soul. Oh, yeah, that's true. Technically, so basically, um, quick rundown for what happens in The Magicians. A character has to get a magical abortion. Um, this is not an anti-abortion track, by the way. This is a very pro-choice show. Oh, yeah. Because she has to have an, a magical abortion because she was abortion. sexually assaulted by an evil god. It makes sense in context. It's also, it's really fucked up. Yep. Um, but uh, she basically like loses the in the abortion, which she tried to have a safe, sane abortion, but she basically got it back alleyed. Um, she loses part of her shade due to, the, or part of her soul due to the magical process, and that's called the shade. And it's basically your conscience, your feelings, you know, yeah. the things yeah. that tell you right from wrong. And she goes through, she pretty much acts like Sam does, mm. where she does a bunch of fucked up shit, but to her, just like, it just makes is sense. the logical conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's yeah, like, she's we need this information. A logic yeah. That, well, that's how Sam is kind of operating. It's very Spock. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very like, we, it's Sam and the character in The Magicians, whose name is Julia, is basically like, my friends have come up to me or my family has come up to me and told me that they need X. And to get to X, I must perform Y. Mm -hmm. Now, if I had my soul or my shade or whatever, I would know that performing Y is not a good thing. But I know that my friends and family really need X and I don't have that little voice telling me not to do Y. So I'm going to do Y. Mm -hmm. That's basically yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's just turning like actions into just mathematical problems rather than... Yes. Yeah. yeah, then like, you right. know, it's like ethics conversations. Yeah. 
algebraic problem over word problems. Yeah. Yep. It's like they just don't stop to think whether or not y is a good or bad thing. Exactly. It's like they don't think about why <clears throat> to get to y. Exactly. Because yep. Sam's like, I know that Dean won't actually be in danger if he gets turned into a vampire because I know there's a vampire cure. And I know that Dean is strong enough to handle it yeah. because he's not thinking about Dean's emotional state because he doesn't have his own emotional state. Mm-hmm. It's all big picture, no details. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I really liked the question of like Cass being like, are you feeling anything? And Sam, Sam's response is, well, it feels like my nose got broken. And Cass immediately is like, that's a physical sensation. How do you feel? Yeah. And Sam, instead of being like, I don't feel anything, is just like, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of really good lines this episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, some bad ones, too. Yeah. <laughs> Half of what comes out of Crowley's mouth is like, ooh, you thought that was good, didn't you? Yeah. You, you, nice burn, Crowley. Good one. Pat yourself on the yeah. back. God, a lot happens this episode, doesn't it? Does, it does, it does. It's like the last couple episodes have been like... Leading up to this. Just so slow and a slog, and it feels like nothing happens, and now we're finally like, let's get with the fucking program, guys. Yeah. So... Uh, they go to Samuel because he also got risen from the grave, but he has his soul. Yeah. He does not get the belt in the, in the mouth. He does, the way he delivers the dialogue, it does, the way he's like, I suspected. Yeah. The pacing and the beats between him actually getting the words out, it makes it seem like he knew? I don't think he did. <clears throat> I don't think he knew about Sam's soul. I, I think he knew something was, was up. Was amiss. Yeah. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, he definitely said something. He felt like something was amiss because he said, like, Sam, sometimes you scare me with what you do. Which yeah. I actually liked. I yeah, like that liked Samuel isn't just like a paint by the numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. Samuel to me reminds me of like a well intentioned extremist character. Yeah. Yeah. The way he's delivered at the, like, the beginning of the season, you think he's, he's kind of like a shady bitch. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he's just a man trying to do things right. He's literally the middleman. Yeah. And as we find out in the end of the episode... He's like Danny McBride's character in Pineapple Express. He's kind of an ass at first, but he's a best friend at the end. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. That was a reference to me, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen Pineapple I fell asleep Express. during Pineapple Express. Because it was boring. Not because I was high. <laughs> I wasn't high actually. I was just very bored. I'm sad. <clears throat> uh, yeah, can't so all be winners. Samuel doesn't know that Sam's soul is gone. Um, and they have tracked down the Alpha Vampire, played by Rick Worthy, Dean Fogg, who is great, and they are going to go uh, bag that bitch up. Yep. And I'm. Dean is like, we're going to kill him. Sam is like, we're going to take him and interrogate him. Mm -hmm. And Samuel is also like, yeah, we're going to do that second thing. Uh, Dean has to play in the kiddie pool or has to sit at the kiddie kiddie table while they actually do the vampire kidnapping. Yep. Uh, He's with what? Rebecca was her name? Gwen. Gwen. His cousin. Yeah. And oh, and also Christian's there, and he's a dick. Yep. But is it really him? No. No. He's possessed. He's been a dick the whole time. Because <laughs> he's possessed by a demon. Yep. As has most of them. Yeah. Or at least all the dudes. Gwen's not. Yeah, not, not Gwen. Sam's not, or Sammy's not. 
Yeah. Basically, anyone who didn't matter. Yeah. Chump change. <laughs> yep. Jobbers. Yep. Um, and uh, Gwen is also left behind all the time because she reminds Samuel of Mary. Yeah. Is the theory. And, and Dean and her kind of have a moment. Yeah. A little bit. Where. They both get attacked. She chops off a vampire's head. Yeah, she saves him. But. Dean also doesn't take her hand when she tries to help him up. Mm-hmm. So he's still very closed off. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit before. Basically, the entire relationship between Dean and the rest of the Campbells is a dick measuring contest. Yeah. And, like, you mentioned being annoyed that they they like Sam better than Dean. I think we've figured out why. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's that they're all possessed and that's they already hate Dean for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Well, also, if they're acting like actual Campbells would, Sam's been hunting with them for a year, and Dean came in and was immediately suspicious. Yeah. yeah. And we know that he was right to be suspicious yeah. of the Campbells. Mm-hmm. But, that but that's because make... Dean has secret special knowledge okay. yeah. <laughs> that yeah. the writers have. But Dean was also kind of a huge dick. Out the gate. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just Dean's mode this season. Well, yeah. Do you think that is supposed... Because Dean was immediately suspicious of the Campbells, do you think that was supposed to be the first hint that, like, Dean has his wits about him, but Sam doesn't? As far as, like, the Sam doesn't have a soul situation? Yes? Yeah. Maybe? Because that, now that now that we have all the answers to that, that's how I feel about it. I mean, I can definitely buy that Dean is suspicious of the situation. I can even buy that maybe he doesn't like the Campbells because they don't seem as, like, worried about it as he is. And that they're definitely hiding something. But I do think that Dean went from point A to point B a little too quickly. A little fast. fast. And I still attribute that to Dean's superpower, which is having... Yeah, Mm -hmm. not even writer knowledge. More like just writer's instinct. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a shitty D&D power. It's very Harry Potter. It's very... But even Harry was more clueless than this. Harry was very clueless. Harry is so... He's not dumb. He just has the observational skills of a blind and deaf bat. (laughs) (laughs) Just a bat with no advantages. (laughs) Still adorable. Like and he survived this long, so he's definitely doing something right. He yeah. just, <laughs> he misses a lot, is what we're saying. He yeah. thought Tongs was in love with Sirius. I was rereading the sixth book, and I was like, fuck, yeah. I forgot that happened. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. Although, like, books six and seven, I only read, like, once a piece, I believe. Maybe twice for six. Six, yeah. it's pretty good. Third's still my favorite. Third and fourth. Oh, yeah. Those are and fifth. Books. Yeah. Three, four, and five, for sure. Yeah, the middle ones are definitely the meat of the series. Mm-hmm. No, the rest of them are fine. They're just potatoes and sides. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say something? I've got a really bad pun. You raised your hand. You raised your gonna, hand. It's going to be like, do you think being a dick is Dean's modus operandi? Dean? Oh, God, Ben. <laughs> Oh, no, Ben. (laughs) Ben. You know what it's like? It's like, do you remember in the first episode when we saw 
the Campbell's bag of the gin. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like Dean had seen that. That's oh, how Dean was acting. Okay. Yeah. Dean was acting like he had seen the Campbells do that. Well, Which I would have been fine with. I mean, yeah, maybe there's like a deleted scene or something. Maybe, that, yeah, maybe that was knows. their intention. I mean, he is around when like the shifter alpha is like brought in, right? Because they don't kill that one. Well, he escapes. The shifter alpha just slaughters everybody, and he he escapes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I do think he was. I do think there was a mention of how they were trying to use tranks or something, and Dean yes. was like, "Uh huh, I just kill him." Or something. Yeah. But he was he was being way too suspicious of them before that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, they catch the Alpha Vamp. Dean actually does see them not kill the Alpha, but bag and... Yeah, bag its head and take it somewhere. Yeah, bag its head and take it somewhere. And Samuel does lie to him and is like, we put it on the pyre. Because Dean asked to see the body. Yeah. I think pyre is just Canadian for bag of van. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the vampire on the pyre. Hey. Hey. Sorry. Uh, who the fuck knows where yeah. they are? North? Yeah, just somewhere. Just yeah. somewhere. It's definitely not the south. Somewhere in the Midwest. <clears throat> Although I will say an old southern gentleman vampire. Ooh. Yes. That shit is my jam. Not to go all Anne Rice, but... <laughs> No, I'm going to go full in rice. That shit is my jam. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just, if you take any natural creature and make them southern, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> like, Honestly, I'm yeah. 100% in. That's why you should listen to Old Gods at I'm gonna. We're not sponsored or anything. I just love it. <laughs> I'm going to listen. talk about them enough, they'll be like, hey, guys. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Let's we might, be friends. We, we may have some crossover fans. That'd be cool. Podcast friends. Yeah. Okay, so... I uh, really like the sequence. The episode really shines after they kidnap the Alpha Vamp. Yeah. So Dean is like, hey, Sam, I know y'all fucking lied to me about the Alpha Vamp, and I know you kidnapped him. And that's where Sam's like, yeah, and I didn't want to tell you because I knew you'd be a huge dick about it, which is how you're being right now. Yeah. <laughs> And Dean's like, hey, man, I can't trust you to do anything or make the right decision at all. So if you're going to, you know, be if we're going to work together, you have to like, like follow my P's and Q's or let's just not work together. That was 100 percent for the audience's benefit to set up this next twist, which I kind of hated. Oh, um, okay, the episode shines after this. Yeah. Because this I didn't like. Yeah, this whole thing was bullshit, where, like, Sam and Dean had a fight, and then Sam goes in to talk to Grambles. Yeah. And be like, hey, Dean left, he's been gone an hour. I'm like, that's a bad lie. Yeah. Grambles ain't gonna buy that. And he tries to sell him some shit, and Grambles ain't buying it. He's like, look, until we figure out this soul business... I need you to keep doing what you're doing because you're great at it. Yeah, which very smart on Grambles' part. Yeah. yeah. Would not invite him to come interrogate the vampire, him being all soulless and stuff. But then we see Sam go out to the parking lot, get into the van, the one mentioned from the pyre, mm-hmm. and Sam clicks on some GPS so they can track old Grams. Yep. And uh, then he goes and talks with Dean where he's like, he didn't buy it. And we're like... 
The reason why I didn't like it is because then that fight was 100% to try to misdirect us. Exactly. And it's like... Why? Why? Yeah, why exactly? It's almost like the point of view is not... It's not clear who the point of view is supposed to be from. Like, who are they trying to throw off? Like Us! The audience! Which I don't like. Because it doesn't make sense for those characters to act this way. It's literally like... It's creating a twist just by lying to the audience. No, no which is the worst way to make a twist. Even with my ultimate final future knowledge, <laughs> it doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's uh. just, yeah, no, but it, but Travis is right. They're just trying to twist. It's like, oh, what a twist! It turns out Sam and Dean are not fighting. Actually, they're yeah. on the same side. Yeah, and it's like you could have had them have the fight. And then Sam be like, no, I'm on your side. Like, again, okay, actually, going back to the magicians real quick, this happens with Julia and another character. She's the one who loses her shade, where she's like, I know I've done some fucked up things, and I need somebody to direct me. Oh, yeah. I I have an insane amount of power, or I'm a really Mm -hmm. good hunter or whatever, and I need somebody to direct those forces for good. Because it's too easy for me to have them be bad. Yeah. While we figure out this soullessness thing. Which is um, which is how you get some of the better moments of season two. Where Julia is actually doing the right thing. Yeah. Even though she doesn't have a conscience. Just because she knows it's the right thing to do. Yeah. After a series of super fucked up shit. <laughs> uh, God. Like almost getting her best friend killed. But that's beside yeah. the point. Same here with Sam. We could have had a scene where Sam was like, Dean, I'm on your side. I need you to trust me, but I don't know what to do here. Like, I don't... Dean says, you don't have any instinct, and Sam could have easily been like, you're right. I don't have any instinct for what's right. Mm -hmm. What Dean is coming to realize during the scene is that Sam truly is clueless. He's, He's a talented idiot. I want scenes from Clueless remade with sam and dean with, sam. Yeah. with soulless sam, <laughs> soulless sam. yes hey. i'm in i'm in okay um because yeah anyways so uh we could have had that conversation and and it wouldn't have felt contrived unnecessary boring yeah because the fight was just Meaningless. I don't know. I don't know. It just it just feels, this feels it, it like feels the, like a manufactured twist. This yeah. feels like the last four Mayweather fights. That's a boxing joke for like probably the one boxing fan that listens to this podcast. One of the eighteen year olds. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're just they feel very manufactured and fake is what I'm getting at. Yeah, but like it just yeah, so I did not like that at all. But then we get to what mom has been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Another fisting scene. Uh, yeah. So Samuel has the alpha vamp tied up and is torturing him. And we're torturing. talking nails and feet. Okay. Yep. Nails and hands. Like, nails and hands. I do like how they go like balls to the wall out. And I want to see when a certain movie came out relative to the scene because it's very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, because how its design looks very similar. Because it looks balls to the wall like normal monsters would be fucked the fuck up. Oh, yeah. But the alpha's moment. like... 
because they've got like what a con- like a constant amount of dead man's blood going into him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like sitting down, crucified, if that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. being electrified. Yeah, it is kind of like he has all the uh, crucifixion wounds. Yeah, yeah, as well as like dead the man's blood going right into him. Yeah. Which was cool as shit. It was, it was metal as fuck. Yeah. yeah. It looked like a cannibal corpse album. Also, I love how bad Samuel is at torturing people. Yeah. I feel like I've never tortured anyone before, at least not physically, only mentally, emotionally and mentally, but beside the point. Um, Yeah, sorry about that, Ben. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I imagine rule, like page one in the torturer's handbook is... Don't let your victim see how frustrated you are and then storm off. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's torturing 98. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be like one of the first things they teach you day yeah. 1 of torture class. Poker face. Have a poker oh, face. Oh yeah, poker you cuz it just seems like a really easy way to lose control of the situation mm-hmm. is to let your torture yeah. victim know how out of your depth you are. Yeah. Things we learned from a revolver also lot. <laughs> I don't understand that <laughs> reference. It's a Metal Gear reference. Okie doke. MGS1 reference. And yeah. MGS5? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. He didn't play that far for you, sorry. No, he did not. Yeah. Travis, this is your fault. <laughs> like, Revolver Ocelot <laughs> is the game's Alistair. Don't understand that reference either, that's, but that's a supernatural reference because he's the guy that yeah, oh that's a oh oh got it got it got it okay sorry I the guy that tortured and trained Dean which actually yeah let's go back to uh, a moment that happened earlier in the episode where Dean during the big fake fight I guess where Dean is like oh so Samuel's gonna torture some guy like he's mad about it yeah like he, he didn't like he didn't do that. Yeah, Dean, like Dean just That's feels two seasons uh, ago. He just feels like uh, why are they always leaving me out, man? Like, he's like, I have expertise, knowledge. In this. <laughs> I am exactly. really. I took all those torture classes. Yeah. yeah, I took at least up to torture three hundred one, and no, he what trained for like what thirty. He years? got his PhD in torture, yeah. but he had multiple multiple masteries, doctorates, in all in torture, yeah. which Athletes. I didn't know. I don't know how many. Yeah. <laughs> valedictorian. Um, yeah, no, he definitely Dean the the show was like I think I think somebody was like somebody in the writers room was like, hey, we can't have Dean be mad that somebody else is trying to torture somebody because it turns out he did that. <laughs> so they have like one line and then they that they swept the rest of them yeah. away. But like there is a moment where I'm like, are they about to have Dean be real upset that somebody is torturing a monster because without him? <laughs> yeah, for me it's like it's upset because he's not there to do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's offended man. that he wasn't asked. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, like if you were the best PTA mom and then some upstart doesn't invite you to the cookie baking challenge, oh, you yeah. know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, how dare my cookies are melt in your mouth delicious? Um, so yeah, uh, Dean Grambles goes to the next room, and Dean and Sam are like, Let's have a conversation 
No, the guys about this. Them. Oh yeah, the yeah. oh yeah, the alpha vamp is like, are you guys just gonna like chill out there? Yeah, hang out there all night? Gonna be there? Or yeah, uh, coming to say hello. Yeah, and also good on the alpha vampire for not narking on them. That was yeah, that was a real <laughs> solid on his part that he did. But uh, I have to say, ten ten on this scene. Absolutely, be- mm, chef's kiss, beautiful, just mwah. So they get to ask all their questions, and the alpha vampire is like, I will tell you most of what's going on, because you're going to die in the next couple of minutes, yeah. and I'm really looking forward to that, and, and why not whet your appetites a little bit with teasers for the rest of the season? Yep. Um, so here are the things we find out, just in bullet. Somebody is trying to find out where purgatory is. Yes. Bullet number one. Purgatory is where monsters go when they die. Mm-hmm. Alpha, alpha monsters have a mother. Yes. Who do you think the mother is? I say looking at Travis quizzically. I think she's a woman inside of a computer server. Ooh. I bet she's a woman <laughs> in white. <laughs> Was that a Galarian's reference? No, it was another Metal Gear reference. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are those that are those those that snake snake boys' moms? Yeah. yeah. Good. I wish more people knew about Galarians. But yeah, one of you. I'm not gonna say the rest of that. But yeah, so there's because it's adjacent to hell apparently, as we find out a little bit later. Yeah. Later. So it's like. Uh, it's like Hartzell to Decatur. Also, I don't yeah. think that's what Purgatory is. It's been a while since I've read uh, Dante's Inferno. Purgatory is literally just the nowhere. Yeah. It is not heaven nor hell. You don't suffer. I know the first... But it's not... I know it's not paradise. Kind of like... The first level of... I read it myself. I was making a joke. <laughs> the first level of hell I know is for... Uh, for ethical non-believers. Oh, you mean like the final? No, the first, like the, the top, top level. Okay, yeah. yeah. The very, the very final level of hell is where the betrayers are, and that's where Lucifer is, mm-hmm. in the mouth of the serpent. Yep. But the top level of hell is for like, yeah, people who were just not believers, but were basically that's where Virgil is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Who guides Dante through. Man, when it comes to religion, I just feel like it's just an argument between like DC and Marvel comics. Because yes. ultimately Sometimes. it doesn't matter and none of it really exists. Well, the thing is is that that shit ain't canon, it's fanfic. Exactly. Yeah. Like Dante's and like people people take a bunch of what is just a book. Heavily suggested. Dante's Inferno is basically like a burn book. Yeah. yeah. From Mean Girls. Yeah. Because there are several instances where he's like, hey, you know that guy who definitely exists who I know? Yeah, he's in hell. Yeah. He fucking sucks. <laughs> and Paradise Lost is the Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell if I'm a joke or And now I'm into it. But, uh... But, like, uh... Anyways, Purgatory is where the monsters go when they die. It's neither heaven nor hell form, it's just a place. Yeah. What do you think Purgatory looks like? Just, um... I bet it looks like Chuck E. Cheese. You know that episode of Spongebob where Squidward just 
keeps time traveling and time traveling until he's just in the white space. Yep. It's that. Got a fun fact for you. Uh huh. That exists, but not the way you think. Oh. Cool. And I'm not. Ma- I'm not being funny. That exists, but not in the way you think. In the show. Yeah. Or you've seen it for real. Yeah. <laughs> he's been. <laughs> That's where I go in my heroin nets. God. I thought all heroin naps were just the song heroin. Where, like, the, the, the song... Like, where it gets it, real discordant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I it, thought it, that's it what it was. Beautiful and then, well, you know how you don't dream every time you sleep? Sure. It's like that. Yeah. Okay. So, according to Google, um, purgatory, the noun in Roman Catholic doctrine... doctrine a place or state of suffering inhabited by the souls of sinners who are expating their sins before going to hell. Yeah, it's like it's like a, it's like a waiting room. Yeah, it's like limbo in a Yu Yu Hakusho. I thought. Okay. Anyways, so in in supernatural purgatory is where the monsters live. Yeah. yeah. And somebody is trying to get there, and they're kidnapping monsters to figure out that information. Um, why the alpha vampire knows where purgatory is? He, I, I think y'all were right from. He probably does. I, I think, yeah, I think that's why he's. Yeah. So he's just so old. He said that while humans were gathering around fires, he was the noise in the dark. Yeah. Like he's been around since the dawn of humans, which is ten out of ten. There, yeah, that was a great line. line. Yeah. Honestly, everything that drips out of Rick Worthy's mouth in this episode is yeah, delightful. A uh, lot more threatening than fucking Crowley was. I yeah. will tell you that. Yeah, all right, so what killed most of his lines was the subtitles. Like, subtitles Well, fine. that did not help. But yeah. what also killed most of his lines was just that they were bad. They were like DiGiorno's, poorly delivered. There is... I just... I just can't believe we're supposed to find Crowley threatening at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like being threatening by a dog in a costume. It's like his mm-hmm. puck was a villain. From, uh, yeah. Midsummer's Night Dream. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely would buy him as, like, better as, like, a just a pure trickster figure. Yeah. yeah. This is where we find out that he's the king of hell, mm-hmm. which, cool. Good yes. that all of his dreams are coming true. Yeah. Um, he's the one. So the alpha vampire gets out. He, sorry, the way he gets out, we had to talk about because it was horrifying. Oh yeah, he grows out a nail super long, mm-hmm. gross. And then he just like slowly. <laughs> That's it. That's the horrifying the thing. Yeah. yeah cuts himself out. <clears throat> I can't believe nobody was like nobody heard that noise and was like, "Hey man, what the?" They like rattled the bars. I'm like, yeah. "What the fuck are you? T- Stop it!" Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like he would do it at any time that people were talking or something. Like, yeah, yeah that's true. Oh, They're yeah, focused on other things. Yeah. yeah. I'll share that one with you after the show. Oh, it's and... Like, uh, it's like trying to yell while you're farting. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, he does... Um, uh, Alpha Vamp knows that Sam doesn't have a soul. Yes. Just, like, like suss that out of him immediately. smell it. Yeah. You smell cold. You smell cold. Okay, dude, stop smelling me, uh, is what Sam should have said. Well, if he had a soul, 
Yeah, if, yeah. He, if he had had a soul, he would have been like, hey, turn off your fucking nose. That's disgusting. But yeah, vampires can just smell humans. Also, Dean, oh, he knows who Dean is. And Dean yeah. has a great response to that, which is, I didn't know we were on a first name basis. Yeah. Which like, 10 out of 10, so lie, Dean line there. Also, he said, we're asking the questions, Fright Night. Love that, too. Yeah, that Love, was a good one. Like that reference. That movie that's going to get a watch tonight. I haven't seen Fright Night in a long fucking time. Same. Have you seen the... The OG one or the 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 uh, David Tennant one? I think the OG one is the one I've seen. The OG one's the one I've seen too, but I want to watch the one with David Tennant in it, just because yeah. David Tennant. He's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, he plays the vampire hunter character. Uh, I'm sold. Yeah. yeah. And I think... What is it? Colin Farrell's also in it. Oh, who I I always enjoy seeing. Damn. I'll watch anything with him in it. I'm gonna look it up real quick just to, because I'd hate to lead you astray. But the OG one is great. It's got Chris Sheridan. Uh, Colin Farrell. Nice. And Anton Yelchin. Oh, shit. Yep. And David Tennant. Sad about his little Eastern European ass. Yeah. He did. Um, I'm not even going to finish that sentence. <laughs> but yeah, Colin Farrell's. I, don't, I would watch that man eat cheese. He is just great. <laughs> he was nice. He was. <laughs> He's a delight in everything. I'm oh, sorry. That was just. Well, you know how people say with like James Earl Jones and, and Morgan Freeman, they're like, I could listen to him read the phone book. Yeah. That was like the perfect misdirection because yeah. I was like, what? Is he not a delight in everything he's in? He made Seven Psychopaths so much better. Oh, God. He was 70% of the reason why I watched In Bruges. And that movie is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And in Bruges, one of the best movies ever. It's the toppest of tier dark comedies. Oh, it's so good. It definitely do not be fooled yeah, by the uh, by yeah. the yeah by by the trailer because yeah. it is sold as a comedy. It will it suck your soul out, however, and then put it back. But you'll be different. It'll you be. won't be the same. It'll be the best head you've ever had. It'll suck your soul right out. Yep. Damn. He's just 10 out of 10. Yeah. Anyway. And he was good in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him. And let's be clear, they should have just kept him. Yeah. Yeah. They just kept him around. Right. Where the fuck were we? Uh, Crowley not being being impressive. So, uh, Crowley, so Alpha Bam comes out and he's just, I will say, as somebody who spent all day Saturday, uh, yorking up and watching Castlevania, I have seen much better vampire related deaths too recently to really be impressed by any of the gore that was going on this episode. I just, um... Disappointment here, right? You know, yeah, a little bit. As far as the violence factor is concerned, well, it's network television. It can't be. I've seen better on the show. We have seen better on the show. I have to think. I have to think that there was a ratings dip post season five. Oh, one hundred percent. There had to, which probably meant there was a budget cut as well. 
Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I was recently telling someone who I hadn't talked to in a long time about doing this show, and he told me the exact thing that uh, <clears throat> that you were on. He was like, oh, yeah, uh, that show that ended at season five. Yeah. And like he, From the he mouth was, of babes. He was literally like, I haven't watched past season five because... Yep. The story ended in such a nice wrapped up way. Why, why bother continuing? Why bother? Yeah. That's how I feel about the magicians right now, honestly. Yeah, same. But I probably will watch season five. We'll just see what happens. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. So yeah, definitely, definitely a downgrade on the on the blood and gore, which is not the main reason why I was watching the show, but it was a nice perk. Oh yeah. It's like finding a truffle on your cake. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're there for the cake, but. It was a nice little surprise. Yeah. Nice little, nice little. Mm. I feel like they, they realized, oh, guys, we're at like minute 37 of the episode. Well, yeah. We've got like five minutes more. left. Yeah. yeah. Like eight more minutes to fill. So. Um, so, oh, and Alpha Vamp is like, you will be the perfect vampire because you don't have a soul already. So. Yeah. He's a perfect animal. Yeah. And he's about to turn Sam. Uh, in a surprisingly sex sexual scene, yeah. Yeah, which not. is there a way to have a vampire turning and it not be sexual? Because Absolutely they showed not. us in the recap the scene where Dean gets turned, and I was like, "Little yowie!" The vampires are just inherently sexy, <laughs> they, even when they're not, because yeah. the vampire who turned Dean was fucking Shane Torres. Yeah, what was Shane Torres's like the character's name? I don't remember. Was it, like, was it like? Start with a B or something. But yeah, yeah I think he knows. had yaoi hands. <laughs> Just too big. Yeah. Ginormous. He, loved, he had big hands too. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. And then Christian <clears throat> fills him from the back. So Christian is deep possessed. Deep. Yeah, well, he's, all he's, of he's the two syringes. Yeah, he de- he 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 uh <laughs> Denman's blood hit him. No, I knew what you meant. I, I know, but you almost said the it back. Dead man's blood. <laughs> and uh, he uh, turns well, out that got, Christian's been possessed this yeah, whole time. He's got black eyes. <clears throat> yeah, and which I was like, what? Campbell boys. Yep, because yeah. I definitely mashed two episodes together. Because there is an episode later than this that has a very similar set. Yeah. And also involves Gwen. And I was like, oh, here we go. That's where I was like, remember earlier when we were watching the episode, I was like, oh, I remember what happened in this episode, and it's very infuriating. Yeah, Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the infuriating part's still to come. Yeah. Uh, but they basically get, like, the alpha vampire gets, like, tossed away. And one of the things that got brought up when Sam and Dean were talking is, like, oh, the alpha vampire is... We, or Samuel's working for somebody. Somebody is paying him to attract all these monsters, and the question is who? Mm-hmm. The question gets answered immediately, and it's Crowley. Yep. It's answered in brackets. And yeah. Crowley is like, also, I raised Sam and, 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 and Samuel from the dead. Kept his soul as fucking... Collateral? Collateral. Collateral, yeah. <clears throat> and I've been attracting all these monsters because I want purgatory, because I want... That space, because I do. Yep. I so shut the fuck up. Well, we'll finish this, and then I'll get to my question. I, I keep derailing us. A lot of 
I mentioned this a little earlier, but a lot of Crowley's lines in this scene are just like, you got him, didn't you? Yeah. You sure did. It's like how it, was like like <clears throat> it was like he did a victory lap, but then he kept doing a second victory lap. It's... No, it was like he's doing a middle, like a, just a middle finger while doing the victory lap. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what he said, but I was just like, man, you were so suave and cool in your introductory episode. Yeah. Now you're trying too hard. Says, yeah, you really are. He says jump and y'all get froggy. Is that what was happening? That's that's one of the lines he said. It was one of the lines he said, but is that what happened? I don't think so. I don't think that's what happened at all. Not really. I know how you guys feel about family, so you guys weren't suspicious of Samuel at all. Everything went fine. You listened to everything he said. Yeah, no, he no, they fucking did it. No. Crowley is like, you've been working for me this whole time, and Sam and Dean are like, what the fuck are y'all? We we don't work with Samuel half the time we've over half the time we've seen him. <laughs> this has not been going well for anyone. You haven't caught a single alpha until now. Maybe yeah. Christian. And <clears> no, no, they caught the gin. Yeah. Was that the gin alpha? Alpha? I think I it was, thought that was just a gin. I think it, that it's implied that it was the gin alpha. Oh, okay. Because it was a lot more powerful than the other gin. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Because yeah, it didn't have to like be hooked in. It could just yeah, it could just like, like oh, okay. just wipe like wipe your boogers away, and then it has yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> these strange women in bars are wiping your boogers yeah. away, Travis. <laughs> I think Kat will want to know about this. Or no, is she the one wiping Kat. She's the one wiping my boogers. <laughs> that I'm makes like... her sound more like your mom than your girlfriend, and I'm upsetty. <laughs> <laughs> Get me some spaghetti, because I am upsetty. Upsetty spaghetti <laughs> for Mr. Bassetti. No, but she does tell me when I have like food in my beard. That's nice of her. Yeah. It's more common than you think. I know. Because it's where food goes. Falls, yep. If y'all had tits, you'd have food on your tits all the time like I, I mean, do. I do too. I know. <laughs> Stage one. Stage yeah, one and two. <laughs> Usually if I'm eating soup, it starts at one and drips down to two. Runs down to three. Yeah. We're going to eat soup again. <laughs> JK, y'all have seen me eat pho. There's no yeah. dignified way to do it. <laughs> nope. There is, I'm sure, I'm sure the Vietnamese have got it down to an art, but not me. Have you seen the guy that eats spaghetti with scissors? No. He spins it up with a fork with one hand and clips the dangle. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Honestly, that's hand. just fucking genius. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. However, it is a waste of spaghetti because it just flings off the plate. What? Yeah. Do it over the plate. He does it over the plate. It just, when he, he cuts it a little fast, because I guess you have to because it's, like, sticky. But, yeah, he clips it and, it, like, the smaller pieces kind of fling. I would take sauce all over my face and shirt and titties. Just to have more spaghetti in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> like, y'all wouldn't? Mm. Gonna go around? I just eat pasta naked, is what I do. Uh, no, sauce for days. Ooh. No, 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 no. Just no, no, eat no, bow tie no, pasta. No, no. I'm the one that's naked. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're still gonna get it all over your titties. <laughs> just someone's bump in the shower. Someone's gonna look it up. Oh, this, this reminds me of a Ron Funches bit. But I'll tell you guys about that later. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're almost to the end of the episode. Uh, does anything else of important happen? Yes, Crowley threatens Sam and Dean in the yeah. least threatening way possible. <laughs> <laughs> I am upset. 
I am upset by this downgrade, Crowley. This is not the king of hell I know and love. Yeah. This is not the crossroad demons. He does get better. He does get better. And by better, I mean worse. Yeah, worse as... <laughs> I mean worse as in good at being bad again. Yeah, uh, yeah, threatening. Yeah. 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 By better, I mean like Easier just a... Yes, for sure. This mm-hmm. was just cringe, cringes for days. It was like he was trying to make a TikTok. You, you know, yeah. you know, like how you see Edgelord sometimes being like, one day they will look upon me. They look upon me now and my blade and they laugh. <laughs> but one day when they scream for my help, I will say no. Like that's. Make fun of me for years. I've spent years studying the blade. You mocked me for years, and now that the barbarians are at the gate, you dare ask me for help? There's different ones. Are there different ones? I there, there are was... different ones. Yeah, this is like a whole thing. I thought there was like one. Oh my god. I thought there was one edge lord to rule them all. No. Well, he might be the one to rule them all, but he has nine mortal men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that he's given fucking edge rings to. No, man. Even Sauron had fucking orcs. True. Orcs and the days. Uruk-hai. I didn't know that there was a L-O-T-R-Y-Y-H crossover. Lord of the Rings did not show The uruk are super orcs. Mm-hmm. They're what Saruman makes. Yep. The marriage between orcs and men. I think, right? I don't remember. Orcs are just elves that have been tortured to, like, orcishness in The Lord of the Rings. He was super lame. Yeah. I can't believe Dean and Sam are going along with this. If Crowley came up to... Everyone acts like Dean is just, like, I don't know, somebody who didn't go up against the devil and win? Yeah. Like, these are the most expensive experienced and successful hunters on the planet at this point right yeah yeah this is like to go back to skyrim real quick this is like getting to the like you've defeated alduin you have saved the world and everybody acts like you're fucking chump yeah it's kind of like in boxing you're the goddamn dovakin even if you go up against the goddamn dovakin you have to like show a brave face you have to show confidence you can't act scared because that's when the other person knows that they have the upper hand. Well, sure, but I sure as shit wouldn't be like, you're just a little pussy baby, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm going up against a dragon, I'm going to show that dragon the respect it deserves and maybe it'll kill me quickly. That's what I'm fucking talking about. The demon that was possessing Christian was talking to Dean like he doesn't have a demon killing knife. Yeah. And tons of experience using it. Yeah. It's like when somebody, like, God, I just, like, it blows my mind that, like, nobody gives Sam and Dean, I'm not saying respect who they are as people, because I'm sure there are a lot of people in the Supernatural verse who were like, these fucking assholes, but at least respect as the deadly murderers they are. kind of feels like we're back at season one. Yeah! The show is treating them, and that's kind of shitty. It's like... Yeah. I just, and, and Samuel fucking does it too. Yeah. Or, or Crowley even says Samuel knows a lot more than you do. Has Samuel been up against Lucifer and won? I don't fucking think so. Yeah. I think not. Yeah. Where was Samuel? 
He was there. He was in heaven. Oh, just in general? No, when when he was, I guess, reversed, raised from perdition? Yeah, he was in heaven. He was in heaven. Because they've constantly said they pulled Sam up and pulled Samuel down. I'm not going to say anything else because I just had a realization about something. But, um, sorry. It's still, I was going to ask, I was like, why and but why? But, yeah, I remembered why. It's just... Don't Don't worry, I'm sure it's as dumb as I'm remembering. No, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um... So the question I was going to ask earlier, because I feel like, is there anything that we're missing from the episode before I ask the question? Nothing in that we haven't covered. The very, very end. So basically Crowley's like, I'll give Sam his soul back if you go along with this and capture monsters for me. And Dean and Sam are like, I don't like working with demons. Mm-hmm. I've kept doing it. I keep doing it, but I don't like it. Yeah. That's another thing is like, they've worked with Crowley before. Yeah. And I get that they don't like it. Well, it's that he was shifty. And he was shifty with Bobby. Well, yeah. And I will say, the when they worked with Crowley before, that was an enemy of my enemy situation. Yeah. This is... This is... Um, you're just straight out working for me, and I'm doing some shifty shit with these monsters, trying to find purgatory yeah. for God knows why. It's a lot of unknown unknowns. Yeah. It's like, because there's no way Dean and Sam are like, yeah, we're just going to give you purgatory. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of millions of monster souls. What can go wrong? <laughs> why does Crowley want purgatory? Uh, to get the monster souls. Because souls are power. Why do you think he wants those? Because they're more powerful than human souls. It is an untapped market. Also, you have to think, like, at this point, I bet somebody has calculated approximately how many humans have died. Like, ever. Oh, ever? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the old counter that McDonald's used to have, like, over one billion people served, or hamburgers served. Well, you have to, I mean, you have to be able to, like, extrapolate. Obviously, no, like, human population is, like... It's very, it goes up and down constantly. Yeah. I wonder if in the supernatural universe, like, I wonder in the supernatural universe, like, if pets, if if they take a very Catholic view on what happens to animals when they die. That they don't go to heaven? That they just cease to exist or oh. whatever. In all the times we've seen heaven. They they get the atheist treatment. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happens? Do all the animal souls get to... I haven't seen Be counted in soul power? Don't remember seeing pets. Yeah, neither do I. And I'm sure in heaven, it would just be like, you get to keep your favorite cat, but it's not really your favorite cat. Yeah. A memory. Yeah. It's only physical because of, like, the manifestation you're giving it. It's like in Discworld, how there's death, but then there's death of rats. Yeah! (laughs) I want that. I want all the Reapers to just constantly have to get people's goldfishes. (laughs) All right, you are definitely going to hell. This is the third goldfish has died this week. <laughs> you are not taking care of these, Billy. Um, I, yeah, no. Anyways, lots of questions, uh, only some answers. So I guess we just got to keep pushing through. Yeah. And Dean and Sam are going to work with this so that Sam can get his soul back. And then they're like, we'll just kill him when we're done, which like valid. So. Yeah. Late last season. 
when Bobby was Ironsides. Um, the detective. Crowley took his soul. Yes. As collateral, right? Yep. Did he act different? No. No. No, he didn't actually take his soul. It was just... It was just when you die. Demon deals okay. demon oh, yeah, deals don't like, actually take the soul. Yeah, that was like a real <clears throat> crossroads deal. Okay. Yeah. This is different. This is this is This is this, Crowley didn't even take Sam's soul. He just didn't take it with him. He left it at the pawn shop. Exactly. Yeah. Took the car, left the steering wheel. <laughs> or whatever metaphor you want to use there. That actually is apropos. Yeah. yeah. So uh or like the gauge that tells you when your car is overheating. <laughs> or whatever mechanism that is. Uh, I don't know a lot about cars. Um, but yeah, that is my handling of the situation right now as far as I know. Yeah. As far as, really as far as Travis knows. Wait, is it that Sam let, that Crowley left his soul in the box? Or does Crowley just have his soul somewhere? No, Crowley left his soul at the box. Oh, okay. He said that? Yeah, he said that. Okay. There's going to be a lot of answers this season. Cool. And even more questions. Mm, no, I think pretty much everything gets wrapped up tidily. Oh, so tight. With, is, a, with a bow, even. There's a bow, and there's kind of a cliffhanger, because that's supernatural. Right. Like, yeah. what happens in season six... Honestly, I would yeah. say this season doesn't even end until like the third episode of season seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is not entirely true. Well, but then we're just dealing with the fallout of the end of season six. Yeah. I will say the end of the season, like the very last moment, ten out of ten. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's oh, man. worth it. It's so good. How many episodes this season? 24, 18. 24. It's it's either between twenty two or twenty four. I think, but I think it's 24, yeah. which is um, up from last season, which, like, did we need that? No. <laughs> we could have cut out last episode. It would have been fine. Yeah. Anyways, I think I think we can officially say that Family Matters is Habcast approved. Yeah. Uh, let's look to the future. Yeah. Next episode. What's it called? Good fucking question. <laughs> we didn't called. look at it. Yeah, no, we forgot to <laughs> We forgot to look at it. It's all dogs go to heaven. Well, I guess oh, my question okay, is answered. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. now we know. What yeah. do you think's going to happen? Uh, Sam and Dean find out that there's a heaven for cats and dogs, but not the one you think. <laughs> is it pet smart? Is it pet if you had just if you smart. had just described the plot to all dogs go to heaven? One and two, I would have been so happy. See, I haven't seen those in such a long time that I don't even remember what they're about. I, I'll tell you about it later. The cool. first one's fine. I'll tell you about it when you get older. Nice. <laughs> so, whenever you tell somebody something, you like, and you say, "I'll tell you later." I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like a shower thought. And- like cool Ben very deep Uh, alright well thank you guys so much for listening and coming back week after week Uh, we're super happy and excited to have you Uh, if you want to hear more from us please check out our website habcast.com you can find links to all of our social media and our Patreon where for $3 a month you can get access to another show called Let's Shag Ass where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are not supernatural 
and sometimes other things too. It really just depends on how we're feeling. Uh, that episode will be out soon for February, and uh, it's The Magicians, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Pump it up. Uh, so now you'll understand at least some of our Magicians references. Yeah. But not all. One day we'll do an anime. One day. One day we'll do an anime for Let's Shag Ass. <laughs> That'll be a Let's Watch Something Else yeah. episode. But we're gonna do a Yu Haka show. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, why not just do a Yu Haka show? Let's just let's just do Yu Haka. So finally, our listeners will understand what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Just go watch the fucking show. It's great. Yeah. It's not very long. It's great. As far as animes go, it's only like 112 episodes. 115. 115. Oh yeah. Same genre. Yeah. yeah. And it moves quick. Yes. Um. But thank you so much for listening. And don't die. gonna go away yeah music music will always be here i mean like, there was one day the music died but it turns out that guy was fucking lying so yeah. <laughs> the music is still here well